0: It's the Afternoon Stretch with Zach Williams and Bruno Reagan. Everybody stay calm! Stay Let's take some calls from the public, shall we? Join the Afternoon Stretch now at 615-844-5600. Now here's Bruno and Zach.
1: Four o'clock here at the Music City, so you know what time it is, time for the Afternoon Stretch here on Nashville Sports Radio. Devil McKenzie, Zach Williams here inside the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studios. And no, don't adjust your radio. This isn't a flashback episode or whatever that you think it may be. This is a live episode of the Afternoon Stretch. I'm actually in studio today. It is. These Vandy baseball games, which Devlin, I know you have your own qualms with.
2: 17 innings.
1: (laughs) You have qualms. Three runs. There are qualms had with Devlin.
2: Figure it out. It's Evansville. (laughs) I was expecting to leave in the sixth inning, and I'm sure every other Uh, fan was too.
1: I look. I'm going to hold my tongue. Yeah, it's probably best. Yeah. It's probably best. Big Vandy station for Vandy baseball is your home for it here in Nashville. I will say this though. I well, obviously we didn't have a show. We did 10 10 minutes. I did 10 minutes. And here, I want to peel, I'm gonna peel the onion back. I'm gonna peel the curtain back for everybody. I wasn't in studio. I was in my house. Whether you can tell or not. That's just the real side of it. And 615 844 5600 by the way. If you want to jump in, we want to talk to you. We're here till six o'clock today. But we have a lot to talk about a lot to get into um but i was so you know we get done it was my mother's birthday we went out to dinner uh had a really nice dinner got a filet mignon medium rare as you should uh and got out was in the was with the wife in the car not in the wife with the car that was not what i was that's almost what i said but that is there is a difference there devlin um I hear Andrew Algretta. I hear the not dulcet tones because we're done saying dulcet tones of Andrew Algretta. Uh, I hear the illustrious voice of Andrew Algretta. And I'm thinking, it's like 830. <laughs> I'm like, man, this game, what inning is it? You know. And then Andrew calls, and he's like, it's the 13th inning. <laughs> I didn't even listen the rest of the time because I was laughing so hard because I just knew I hadn't got it. To, I hadn't looked at my phone. I didn't even know, but I did finally get in there. And I looked. And I saw Devlin been texting our group text, like, game's still going. <laughs> it's just not going to stop. It's not going to stop. 17 innings is a long time. Five hours. Five hours. Now, I want, I want to talk about this because it is interesting. You know, there is a lot of hoopla right now, and especially when the MLB season gets started. Uh, you know, college gets to be the – not so much the guinea pig because minor league baseball was the guinea pig when it comes to all of this. But there there is something to really think about. Baseball is magical. I love baseball. I, I really do. I'm a baseball fan. 17 innings and five hours of any sport is a long time. Could you imagine without the pitch clock, without the batter's clock, how much longer that game could have been? No. without some of the changes that they have made to the game previous before this year, right? How how long that game could have been. And and it really bodes the question, or or at least the statement, I understand why they made the changes that they made because that is a dastardly amount of time. They should make more changes. <laughs> Keep them coming. I mean, that is a dastardly amount of time. For a baseball game, or really, once again, any sport. And then the cherry on top of it last night, which obviously, hey, Vandy won. That's that's good. You know, we'll look back and not remember the 17 innings. We'll remember that they that was a w- one in the stat column in the win column for him. Uh, but the cherry on top of that, it was a low scoring two to one finish. This wasn't like you were getting 14 to 14, a lot of hitting. No, these were you had three up, three down innings. You had you had side changes very quickly. Vandy had a lot of runners in scoring position. What did they end up having last night? I think maybe two and fifteen
2: with, with runners in scoring position. It was
1: yeah, yeah. It was tough last night, and it's been it's been tough at different parts of the season for them. Uh, but it, it could you once again just imagine if that game had gone differently in the sense of just scoring more? Had they just stayed and didn't have they because that's technically as quick as you're going to get a seventeen in a game. That was almost as quick. The quickest you're going to get, obviously, is just three up, three down, three up, three down, three up, three down, all the way through. But for the most part, low scoring games, you're going to get not a lot. I mean, Vandy ended up with like 14 hits, I think, mm-hmm. is what they had. Yeah. Evansville had like four or two, or so. I can't remember exactly the box score. But yeah, no, I was I saw that, and and so so I was trying to listen because it was bottom of the 13th inning when I uh, uh, finally tuned in, and I'm sitting in. I'm sitting in my vehicle at my house in in my driveway, uh listening to the game. Because frankly, and I know there's a lot of other Vandy fans that feel this. There's no other way to watch it. I get there on SEC Network Plus. How how do I get that? Do I need to have a crazy cable package? Because I have ESPN Plus. You would think because it's SEC Network Plus, I would have it would be an ESPN Plus. It's not. Can't watch it. So. Blood Red Mad, by the way. Did not know that until just now, to be honest. Couldn't watch it. Couldn't watch it. It's either they've been on the Big Ten Network or they've been on Flow Sports on games I want to watch, and you can't do it. So, yeah, you, they're always going to be here on National Sports Radio, and we're going to listen to them there, which I love, Andrew Algretta, but I'm sitting in my car listening to it because I don't I don't have a radio in my house. I don't. I never understood that as somebody in, in radio. I don't have a radio in my house. I, I think I do have a radio. It's like a weather radio. If that counts, but all the same, so I'm listening to it. And he gets to the thirteenth inning and goes to the fourteenth, and I get halfway through the fourteenth, and I'm like, "How long are we going to sit?" I mean, I'm sitting there saying, "Like in the game, I've only been in it for an inning and a half." <laughs> I'm like we gotta, we gotta finish this one out, Vandy. So much so that thirteenth inning, I believe they get a runner on third, mm-hmm. and then he gets caught in yep. a pickle. Oh, yeah, you know he was can't getting, do that. Getting. Absolutely lit up by Tim Corbin after that. I, uh, you know, I, I, I love texting my friends who are on air. You never know when they might say my name. It's just funny to do that sometimes. Uh, so, you know, I'll text like Pogue or I'll text Darren or somebody like that. Who's just on air or other people. And I I text Andrew Algretta while he was on there. He's he's, he was going over how he, what he wanted Vandy, how he wanted Vandy to win, but how he thought it was going to win. I think he said like, uh, you know, walk off home run first pitch you know or or what i think is gonna happen is a walk-off walk walk or something yeah Yeah, something like that and i i just text him uh a walk-off it's gonna be a walk-off walk i think is what i text Mm -hmm. him and uh listening to the rest of the the inning course then the guy gets caught down on the pickle and i just i I said uh oh no this game's gonna go a while (laughs) And he, he texts me just the trash can emoji. It's <laughs> <So laughs> like when I saw that, I was like, "Oh no, they're getting caught in pickles. They're getting caught down to third base with what was a one out when he was at third, or yeah, there was one out when he was at third. Fanny had a guy on ninety or was it ninety? Yeah, ninety feet away from home. <laughs> they couldn't bring him in. Evansville. Oh man, hey, shout out to Evansville. They brought it. Hey,
2: by the way, that bullpen sleeping with an arm in the ice bath for sure. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how you guys did it. Uh, I mean, absolutely unreal performance from the pitchers. Yeah, good for them.
1: No, they, what was it? Uh, it, it was the record, wasn't I think it? Twenty-five strikeouts.
2: Twenty-five strikeouts
1: last night. Get out of here. That was the the I almost said franchise record. Well, you know, you know along that side, but uh, yeah, no. Ryan Ginther got in there. Hendersonville guy uh, got him out of a. I think they were bases loaded. Ginther came in and got got out of that situation. So good for him. Uh, full count rhythm guy too. That's the other side of it. Uh, but, yeah, no, they ended up getting the win. So that that was all good. But, yeah, I did. I I thought about you, buddy. I really did. I really thought about you when I did step away after in the middle of the 14th and went inside to, you know, get ready to go to bed. <laughs> and uh, had been, I think I took a shower, uh, you know, did all did all the nighttime kind of routines. Ate dinner. Yeah, well, you know, I all those kind of things. I think I jumped on a little Madden. Yeah, You know, did some solos or something like that. And then I come back to, like, to lay down, and I see the text. It says, it's still going. <laughs> you know, you know, it's good when Bruno, who's in the XFL, still in our group chat, though, uh, pops on to say, oh, no, yeah, this is no sad. Yeah, no way. Yeah, you know, <laughs> he, won't, no way. he won't text about anything else, except maybe, I get, he texted a little bit this morning and some stuff we we're, we're going to talk about today. But uh, he jumped in there and was like, he thought this was madness. <laughs> <laughs> just yeah. devlin just sit. hey grinder baby oh yeah grinder that's what it is shout out to the kid yep. the cincinnati kid just coming through making it all happen here i at
2: one point i was laying on the floor
1: just <laughs> <laughs> crying screaming trying kicking. to figure out what to do <laughs>
2: we need that uh that 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 old remember the old beat-ups commercial where they like where they wanted the game to go to overtime so they oh. press the button i need to do that to the like buffalo wild wings yeah. button like a, like
1: a sprinkler would come out in the middle of the, the ground or yeah. something like guys running down the field. We need one of those to like end games sooner. Yeah. That'd be sick. Uh, but, you know, hey, they got the win. It's a, it's a big 24 hours really now for Vanderbilt because you have – Vandy fans are going to be tired Friday, tomorrow. They're going to be tired regardless because you had Vandy baseball – that went into what what time did you walk out of the sta- the station 9:30 9:30 okay which isn't that late in the grand scheme of things but no. the game started at 4:30 mm-hmm. luckily i mean imagine that game started at 7 uh but uh all the same uh you know 9:30 on a late game 5 hour game there and then tonight the last game of the SEC tournament for this Thursday uh the second round is Vandy taking on LSU which look i was that i was already at Bridgestone today uh, went and saw the first game, uh, Mississippi state and Florida. What a great game that turned out to be. Cause it sucked at first. Florida looked as bad as you could possibly look. There's just terrible. I mean, they looked awful the whole way through. Uh, and then they just, as that game progressed, they ended up getting close and had a chance to win it, uh, before overtime missed the, missed the three, which was contested, missed it by just an inch and bounced off the rim. Uh, and then Mississippi State holds on to win during overtime. But um you can already see the Vandy fans starting to pile up in Bridgestone. Like it's still early. Tennessee's in the middle of it right now. Uh probably getting close to getting done. Um, I don't have that up on me right now. But they're getting there. They're they're getting set. So Vandy had that game last night, and now LSU, who is the one team that you go eight and nine, eight of their last or nine their last nine games they win eight of them the one that you lose is to the statistically the worst team in the tournament lsu who wins last night and now has a shot to go up against vanderbilt redemption season for vanderbilt basketball we'll see i I know vandy fans are pumped right now though i know they are very excited for this game and you should be you should be because this is your chance you know there's there's some bubble watching going on for sure right now. Uh, the players can't do it, though. The players can't do it. Because you can look at some of the other teams that are going around right now that are playing that are on that same bubble with, with Vandy looking their way in, sitting out. And there's a shot that Vanderbilt, if they really play the gr- I wouldn't. I know a lot of people have said, you got to win the tournament. Win the tournament. That's your way in. Which is true, right? But... I don't think Vandy's got to win. Personally, I don't think Vandy's got to win. I think Vandy's got to get to Sunday. I do think they got to get to Sunday. They got to get to the championship. That does have to happen in my eyes. I don't think they have to win it, though. Because of the stretch that they would play of playing, obviously, LSU now, which that would be a nice nice win, too. If you, and, and they need to win that game. They don't need to play it close. It needs to be a dominating victory for Vanderbilt. Then you get Kentucky. If you're able to beat Kentucky again, especially how they've had this resurgence into the into the limelight again, and into the hearts of all the basketball fans out there, I I, I you have the path. The path is right in front of you. I don't think you have to win the whole thing though. That's just me personally. Right now, Tennessee leads uh, Ole Miss sixty-two to fifty. Seven thirty-eight left here in the second quarter. Over at Bridgestone, good energy down there too. A lot of Tennessee fans, obviously, uh, but good energy. Uh, kind of, kind of weird maneuvering through the crowd, though. Uh, you know, it's, it's media. You get back there and you see everybody. You know, you see you see people from the other stations, or you see people that you, uh, Blake Lovell. Like saw Blake Lovell. Um, set was sitting next to him during the during the Florida Mississippi State game. The weird one, though, is I saw Greg Sankey, commissioner of the SEC, and me and him were just waiting for an elevator. I'm just like, Wait, why are you waiting for an elevator with me? You know what I mean? Like, figure it out, man. You, you run the SEC. I, got, I don't know how much Greg Sankey's paid. It's a lot. Find your own elevator. How do you not have, like, a private – how does Bridgestone not have some private backstage, you know, this is, you know, Garth Brooks's elevator kind of thing? Like, how do they not have that? And Greg Sankey's sitting there uh, waiting with a moron like me, but got to, got to say hey to him. Also, I didn't know what to do. It's like, what do I – do I take a photo with him? I always feel weird about that. Yeah, no, I don't know. I don't – like when you see an idol, like for you, Urban Meyer, you love Urban Meyer. Mm-hmm. Urban Meyer, you and Urban Meyer are sitting next to a, you know, you're you're in a hot, waiting for a hot dog. Mm-hmm. What do you do? Hey man, big fan. Thanks for the championship. That's it. No, that fo- no, no. Can I get a photo with nothing. you? Or nope, nothing.
2: I, yeah, I don't know. I'm not really big into taking pictures at all, especially with you know other people. Yeah. So if I, if I see somebody that I'm a fan of or I've try shake his hand. No, nah, not even
1: just, just a one bit of those. About him.
2: Just one of those, like, "Hey, Urban, big fan. Thanks for the championship. Changed my
1: life. Love you. See you later." What if he just looked at you and was like, "Okay," like it makes it awkward, you he know? Er-
2: he earned that. <laughs> he earned that right to disrespect anybody he wants. If he wanted to come up and say, "Hey, shut up, kid. I don't care," I'd be like, "All right, that's fine." You know, I It's clearly
1: that. Urban Meyer, and he's like, "Hey, I'm not Urban Meyer." Yeah. <laughs> he just keeps saying that. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, "Okay." He didn't. Kick keep waking at him. Yeah, he didn't kick him. <laughs> No, no. no. Josh Lambo, that got thrown out. That was a legend. Yeah, that that's an alleged happen. going on there with Josh Lambo. Then Josh Lambo came to Tennessee, missed a kick and was off. He should have been kicked. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, I didn't I didn't know what to do. I never know what to do when I get in those situations of I'm near that person cuz I think I end up regretting. I'm like I want to I want to take the photo. I want to ask for it just, you know, it's the memory's sake. And mm-hmm. it's like when's the next time I'm going to be sitting that intimately close to you know greg sankey probably maybe the night who knows you know i'll be out there be i'll be out there all week or weekend um for the sc tournament but uh yeah it's like i what do i good to meet you sir Mm -hmm. you know i guess i could have done that by the way can i get a photo i don't know It, it, It just doesn't sound that's not me for me there's a level of celebrity that i have to that i would
2: ask for a picture with
1: Who's like the celebrity? Like, where were Doja Cat? There's like, you're a big Doja I mean, Cat
2: guy. i athletes mainly. So oh, I've, okay. I've, I'm, I'm asking for a picture if I see Tom Brady, if I even have the courage to talk to him. Same with LeBron, <laughs> Tiger, and I'm mm. a big Ray Allen fan.
1: So Ray Allen. Oh, yeah. Jesus yeah. Shuttlesworth. Yeah. Got to get That'd that be. guy's photo. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I don't know. Sports, I don't know if there's a guy now. Bo Jackson. That'd probably be, that's probably like, if I saw Bo Jackson and I'm next to Bo Jackson. I'd probably ask for Bo Jackson's That'd be photo. Sick, man. And I actually think he'd say no. Rightly so.
2: I have to once like, again earned it. I would go in expecting them to say no, though. That yeah. way, I'm not like heartbroken about it.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I remember seeing uh uh
2: hey, I don't want to bother you or anything. You know, I understand if you say no, but that type of thing.
1: Ned Yost. I was at the winter baseball meetings in 2015, so it was right after they won the World Series. Okay. And uh, uh I had I saw Ned Yost. I'm like, oh, it's the Royals. Royal Skipper. Mm-hmm. It's like I gotta say, I gotta say something to him, and uh, I'm like a kid out of college at this point too, and I, I walk up to him. I was like, "Thank you for bringing a championship to Kansas City," is what I said, and I was like, "Are you okay if I get a picture?" And it was at Gaylord Springs. He was eating at whatever that restaurant is inside, and uh, he was like, "Yeah, I was a like, super nice guy." Took the photo. He, he his breath could not smell worse. <laughs> Yeah, but don't I don't know if it was those, what man. he was eating. You know mm-hmm. what I mean. He could have just been having some nice salmon or something. You know, straight up eating a garlic clove. Yeah, you know what I mean. But I just like I remember thinking I was like, "Hey, I didn't care." You yeah. know what I mean. But it was great to meet Ned Yost, and you could tell me in the photo. I'm like, I'm like, I don't know if I should be taking. Like, I kind of like stand weird in the photo. You can, like, I didn't really ever post it. Yak from the breath. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, so yeah, that that like a long way to go around to just say, "Hey, take take uh, take photos with people that you think are you know." That you want to take photos with. Don't right. be weird about it. Mm-hmm. You don't never think, know. You get a chance. Don't think. Greg do Sankey, it. though, you know, he's cool, but like, what am I gonna do? What do you even say to him? He, it, he seemed like a cool guy. He was yeah. chilling. They were talking about golf, whoever he was talking about. Right. I, was, I was eavesdropping. 615 844 5600 If you want to jump in, we got a lot to talk about today. We want to hear from you. Who is the best athlete, slash coach, slash just sports figure? that you've taken a photo with or you've, uh, got that autograph from, I'm not a memorabilia guy. I've never, I've never been a memorabilia guy. I don't know why, but let me know who that is for you. What that is for you. Did you take the, did you take the time to walk up that you just saw him on the street and you were like Cal Ripken jr. You're like, you just saw him at a, you know, at a Dunkin' Donuts or something. And you're like, Oh, cause you know, they, they eat food just like you do. I want to take that photo. Who was that? Jump in. 615-844-5600. Back after this here on the afternoon stretch.
3: Good afternoon. It's already heavy at 24 trying to get across the sutherland Evans Bridge. Uh, traffic has increased quite a bit actually in the last few minutes to the north. Just trying to get up through Madison on 65 northbound on that ramp to Vietnam. Vets headed out towards Sumner County. It's been in good shape so far there through Hendersonville. Right in our earlier parts of Wilson County, be careful. Nash Painting, they service all of Middle Tennessee. Hey, ask about their vapor blaster that removes paint without uh, dust damaging the house. Check them out online at NashPainting.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic.
4: individual rates coverage offerings
2: and savings may vary subject to terms and conditions not available in all areas actual pie customer
0: the other workers comp insurance company they were going to reclassify our business and then they were going to charge me fifty thousand dollars
3: meet natalie owner of the carpentry shop Shocked by an
2: unexpected bill, she knew it was time to switch her workers' comp provider. That's when she found Pi Insurance.
0: When we got the quote back from Pi, it was a sigh of relief. They put us in a policy where we fit.
2: Is your small business overpaying for workers' comp insurance? See how much you could save at IWantPi.com. Plus, when you sign up for pay-as-you-go billing, your premium is based on your actual payroll, not an estimate. So your workers' comp audit experience is simplified.
0: I'm grateful that there's a company out there that's willing to insure us little guys because every dollar counts.
2: With Pi Insurance, you get pricing and coverage made for small businesses. What are you waiting for? Ask your agent for Pi or get a quote in three minutes at IWantPi.com.
4: at the Omni Nashville Hotel. Five
3: state forecast.
0: Your exclusive National Sports Radio WNSR Sky Scan forecast. For this afternoon we'll have clouds and showers, a high temperature 60. Clouds and showers tonight tapering off after midnight, the low 46. Turns out mostly sunny for Friday, high 58. Utilizing the resources of the Motherbug Network on National Sports Radio. I'm WNSR's meteorologist Jim Rinaldi.
3: Sports Radio WNSR.
0: It's the McFarland Show with Darren McFarland and Fox 17's Justin McFarland. Every weekday afternoon, 2 to 4, live on WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio, it's the McFarland Show. It's Darren, it's Justin. It's 50 years of Nashville Sports Radio coverage.
1: A show that's
0: genuine, it's real, it's fun, it's passionate. We welcome your phone calls
2: and we mean it.
0: The McFarland Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR the show that makes the average person say, Hey, I can
4: do that. The afternoon stretch.
1: The afternoon stretch devil McKenzie, Zach Williams here inside the strike and spare family Fun center studios. You want to get on? We want to talk to you. 615-844-5600. Phones wide open all day. No guests today. I don't know if I said that in the first segment. We have zero guests today because we haven't had like a real show since Monday. There's too much to talk about and not, I I, I just got, there's too much to talk about. SC tournament's going on. Uh, I feel like some of those, some of those fine folks are just there already. I don't want to get, get them involved today. It's, 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 it's us day. It's an us day. If you want to get in, we want to talk to you. 615-844-5600. That's the number that you got to jump in. We want to talk to you. Lamar Jackson. That's, that's what I want to get into a little bit here because there's been a big news uh, in the NFL, obviously with Lamar Jackson. uh, Since we've went out, And since we haven't had a full-fledged show, we haven't had a chance to talk about Lamar Jackson yet fully. I think I got to briefly get into it yesterday in the 10-minute allotment that I had before Vandy Baseball, which, by the way, Vandy Baseball, again, tomorrow at 4.30. So this is the last show of the week, essentially. But the rhetoric around Lamar Jackson and teams immediately being out on Lamar Jackson has gotten wild. It has gotten really wild. First off, I think the real side of anything, of all these teams, even if they're saying from you know, bookend reports that are just from journalists or a Team B writer or someone close to the team that we saw immediately, like the Atlanta Falcons, Diana Rossini came out and said, the Falcons are out on Lamar Jackson after being one year removed of going heavily in on trying to get Deshaun Watson, they're out, they're gone. No, no, we're not dealing with Lamar Jackson. I don't believe these teams wholeheartedly. I talked about it a little bit yesterday and the idea that these teams are trying to buy, right? That's what they're trying to do. Lamar Jackson right now, he is, I don't know the number. I don't know the number. I have to assume that number is with the same number that Deshaun Watson got. Two what is it? Two hundred and fifty-six million, all fully guaranteed. Yeah, a lot of money. A lot of money, fully guaranteed. I know the fun. You know, what's the what's the uh, the the. The people that think like the moon's not, nobody landed on the moon. What are those people called again? Conspiracy Conspiracy theorists. theorists. Yeah. I know the conspiracy theorists get out there really hard and they just start saying it's collusion. The teams are getting together to say, no, don't ever have another contract like Deshaun Watson. Look, Deshaun Watson, his contract is crazy. It doesn't even touch Patrick Mahomes. It doesn't even touch Patrick Mahomes. Those those contracts that, that Patrick Mahomes has, if you really break that down and look at what that is, it is wild what his contract is. People don't even fully understand what it is. But the contract for Deshaun Watson it's pretty cut and dry. You're going to pay that guy $256 million. That's what's going to happen. If you think those contracts are not headed that way or teams don't understand that that's headed that way, you're crazy. The teams know. The teams know that it's just going to happen. Everybody, especially the quarterback position – and how important the quarterback position is, they're gonna take risks. And if the player's worth it, the market will pay that guy that money. There's no, in my mind, there's no collusion that is happening, that is saying, oh, the uh, the owners that are, they're getting together in their secret Slack channel. I don't know what are they doing. They're flying all to their private island to talk about what. No, don't don't let another contract like Deshaun. Watson happen ever again. And don't let it happen to Lamar Jackson. I don't think that's what's happening here. Especially in the world that we're in now where your texts are so sensitive, your emails are so sensitive, everything can be stolen immediately. Everything can be taken immediately. And people would have facts on this. Look at the Brian Flores case, you know, just, what, a year ago? That we had Brian Flores saying, yeah, they were holding me up. They were they they told me they were going to tank and all this kind of stuff, but then you get in and you're like, okay, well, nothing nothing official came out of this and there was no True thoughts, maybe it was talked amongst. Now you're going to tell me 32 of the owners. That was just one owner. 32 of the owners all are keeping the secret somehow hidden away from everybody that there's collusion. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. The easier solution is Lamar Jackson is a hefty price tag to come into an offense that I think most teams aren't ready to have as a quarterback. I don't think they prepare. Lamar Jackson's good. He's really good. But Let's go back to the start of Lamar Jackson's career with the Baltimore Ravens. They were Joe Flacco. You talk about the polar opposites of quarterbacking in the NFL. You got you would have Lamar Jackson here, Joe Flacco over here. It'd be that far apart, especially aging Joe Flacco. And they completely rehauled their team to fit. I mean, Harbaugh would come out and say, We're changing everything. We're changing it all to fit Lamar Jackson. They had to do that to their entire team. How many teams are right now ready to bring in a Lamar Jackson and overhaul their entire offensive scheme? Not many. Not many. They can't do it. It's, 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 that is a hefty load. That is a hefty load that you're going to have to try to maneuver around and change and fix. So I think people are putting the cart way ahead of the horse when they're saying, you know, Lamar Jackson, getting, he's getting screwed from the NFL League. No, I don't think so. I don't think he's getting screwed any more different than every other player that's ever been in the NFL is getting screwed. Now, could teams use somebody like that? Yeah, absolutely, but it's going to be a retool. You're going to retool your entire offense to fit this. You're going to change your entire scheme. You're going to change your entire approach to everything that you're doing because his style is a running quarterback style, which really there's not many other league teams that have that. You have Josh Allen one of the the buffalo bills they use that but even his there's a few designed run plays but mostly it's you know Josh Allen's just able to take off from the pocket Patrick Mahomes kind of the same thing there's not really any designed run plays but Pat Mahomes could just tell when time to go time to run you know uh but Lamar Jackson's style that style more of a college style if you will um that's that, that that's just not in the league it's not in the league so I don't think people are getting messed up. I think it was just timing also with the Daniel Jones thing. Daniel Jones getting 40 million guaranteed. That if that tells you anything about the market, that should tell you more about the market than Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson, at least, is a top tier quarterback, or at least at one point was. Mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson, MVP. If Daniel Jones is getting forty million, what do you think those guys are probably asking for? Probably in the 60 million.
2: I can't even imagine. It's 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 definitely upward. It's definitely middle fifties. I think sixty million is crazy to me. It's crazy. If that's the direction it's going, I mean, it's only going to go it's higher. It's going to get there. I know that
1: because the NFL's making more money. Yeah, that's the thing. It's not like these owners are like sitting there, like, "Well, how are we supposed to pay you? We don't have the money." Now you do. It, Amazon's dropping billions, not millions, billions into your league.
2: Do you truly think that Lamar Jackson is worth sixty million dollars a year?
1: No, no, I don't. That's the, that. And I think he is wanting that, but, uh, no. Yeah. I don't, I, I, I think that's probably the disconnect. That's the disconnect that we're getting right now. Um, cause the why Ravens he hasn't made a deal.
2: Yeah. I mean, the Ravens completely agree with you.
1: Well, and, and, and they, they kind of put it to the test, right? They put it to the test and said, all right, Lamar, we're, we're not, as my mom would say, I don't know if this is actually a word. It's a Southern expression. You may have never heard of this. We're not Jihan. Nope. My mom would say that. My mom would say that we're not Jihan on something. You won't give us enough. Your number's too high. Our number's too low. What is it? We can't make it. And you know what they did? They slapped him with a franchise tag non-exclusive. What does that mean? That means another team can swoop in. And if he really is worth that number, they'll pay him. And you know what the Ravens will say? We'll either match or we'll let you go. We'll let you go. That's what we'll do. And if we're not going to match, then they're going to give us two first rounds for you. That's what you're going to get with Lamar Jackson. That's what's happening right now. So the Ravens are saying, fine, we'll let the marketplace decide if you are worth this. And what we heard was a resounding no. <laughs> I mean, it was immediate how quickly the no's were coming out. It was, The Falcons I, were fast. They the were run. way they, too fast. They came out of the gate quick and said, hey, no. Way too fast, in my opinion. Yeah. I think that what some of the no's are tactic. Like I said, they're the buyers in the market. They're trying to get it as low as possible. So, yeah, we're out. But secretly, they're probably flying Lamar down to Mm -hmm. talk with him. Quarterback is such an important position, obviously. It's the hardest position in the game, probably in all sports. And you got to get it right. There's so many ways to get it wrong with a guy. We've seen that done over and over again. Uh, That was actually something we were talking about earlier uh, inside of our group chat that somebody put together a list of talking about trading up for quarterbacks in drafts. So, you know, the 49ers traded up for Trey Lance. Still a sit and wait. We don't really know what Trey Lance is going to do. My opinion, outlook on it, I don't think he's going to be a starter personally. Uh, The Packers traded up for Jordan Love, who's going into his uh, contract year, and they've really not seen anything with him, and they're waiting on Aaron Rodgers right now. Uh the Jets traded up for Sam Darnold, which he's now with the Panthers and people would put him to the lower end of the starting quarterback list so if you did 1 through 32. Uh the Rams or sorry, the Cardinals traded up for Josh Rosen. He's on practice squads. The Rams traded up for Jared Goff. He's with the Lions. I don't think you could say he's bad, but middle tier. Not he he did get them to a Super Bowl for the Rams, so I think that one worked out. The Eagles traded up for Carson Wentz. He was he was good up until he got hurt And then everything's just been downhill for him. The Broncos traded up for Paxton Lynch. Well, he got cut from the USFL last year. Uh, The Browns traded up for Johnny Manziel. He's selling insurance somewhere. Uh, The Vikings traded up for Teddy Bridgewater. He's been serviceable in the NFL, so that one worked out. The Jaguars traded up for Blaine Gabbert. He ruined the Titans' season a couple different times single-handedly. The Broncos traded up for Tim Tebow, playing baseball. Now out of baseball uh jets trade up for mark sanchez that worked out they got they got to a, a couple afc championship appearances i believe or at least playoffs i know for sure um the bucks trade up for josh freeman i don't even know who that is i don't either <laughs> you know i don't know who you are I don't, the, you took everything from me i don't even know who you are you know <laughs> uh the browns trade up for brady quinn what car lot is he working at now you know i i know he's an analyst i'm joking yeah uh the redskins trade up for jason campbell the Bills traded up for JP Lawson. Don't know that one. Yeah, bring that name doesn't even exist, not a person. Uh the Ravens traded up for Kyle Bowler. Don't know that one. And the Chargers oh, obviously famously traded up for Ryan Leaf, right? You can get the quarterback spot wrong. A name like that is not it's never going to go. Lamar Jackson was taken in the last pick of the second round. Or was he the la- he was the last pick of first round. 32nd pick. 32nd yeah. pick. That's what it was. Last pick of the first round. You, You can get it wildly wrong. I don't think you can get it wrong with Lamar Jackson. Or will a team pony up and actually pay for it, though? That's what we're going to see. That's what we're going to see. I'll tell you this. Much rather go after Lamar Jackson than Aaron Rodgers. Much rather have Lamar Jackson paying him that money than Aaron Rodgers coming in for a year with the Jets, possibly, to do nothing, in my opinion.
2: Jets are good. Jets are good, and they'd be even
1: better with Aaron Rodgers. Would they be better with Aaron Rodgers, or would they be better with Lamar Jackson?
2: I oh man, that's the, 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 the I, I don't know. That's the problem, because I don't I don't see him being worth sixty million dollars either. There are some quarterbacks that are, but I think there's maybe three.
1: I just wonder what his number is. What like his number 60 really million, is? That's
2: that's just you're not, you're you, I don't think that's possible. It's a lot of money. That's man. ridiculous right now
1: a lot of money a lot of the green stuff you know I, I I think that he is worth the money I think people are just taking the the connections of Daniel Jones getting paid and they're like 40 million so much it is but that's that's so much is the median now I think for quarterback pay I think another issue is that I don't think teams are willing to sign Lamar
2: Jackson to a long-term deal because I don't think In my personal opinion, obviously a lot of people think this as well, but like that kind of play style just doesn't last in the NFL. So getting you know a Patrick Mahomes 45 million a year over the course of ten years, I don't think teams are willing to do that with Lamar Jackson, and I don't think they're going to be willing to do 60 million over the course of four years. Yeah, that's I think that's just the problem with him right now, (sighs) and then that whole issue.
1: It's a lot of money. Titans fans are really clamoring; they want to trade to get Lamar Jackson. It's like, what would you would you trade the two first rounds? For Lamar Jackson, or would you trade up to get the first round in this pick? Which one sounds better, to go after either C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young, Anthony Richardson, apparently? Which would you rather do? I
2: don't—I mean, if you're going to trade picks for Lamar Jackson, it's a good thing he's good on his feet,
1: because he's going to be running for his life. You're going to pay way less, obviously, I'm Sure. with the rookies. Mm-hmm. You're going to pay way more for Lamar—because you got to also get him a contract. That's the other thing. You're gonna, he's got He's got. He wants to get paid. That's clearly what's up in the air right now. Mm. He's going to play somewhere. I, I. don't know if he's going to be on the Ravens. I do think a team's going to swoop in and grab him. I hope it's not the Titans. I doubt the Titans will. They don't pay say, people like no. that. Come on. They don't pay. They wait for guys like Randy Moss, who are like about end with their career, to be like, here we'll give you veterans minimum to come in. <laughs> hey, Julio Jones. Things are going pretty good. Come on in. This is the best time for us to get Julio Jones. <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 what they do. They don't go for the prime talent. Ooh. They got to pay all that money. It's scary. All right. <laughs> if you want to jump in 615-844-5600 back after this here on the afternoon stretch.
3: Good afternoon, it's building pretty good down to the north up uh, through Madison on 65 northbound, working your way up to Vietnam. Vets. still in pretty good shape right now through the Mount Juliet area. Just watch for radar on both directions, actually 40 east and westbound. Still moving to the south as you make your way down into Brentwood, Franklin, all the way down through Williamson County. Princess Hot Chicken is catering. Check out that menu if you haven't been over there in a while. It's so good, princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. The 6th Annual Mid-State
4: Classic is happening on March 15th at the Ridley Sports Complex in Columbia, Tennessee. And this year it's a double header. For nearly a decade, the City of Columbia Parks and Rec Department has showcased the most highly attended women's college softball matchups in the state. The 6th Annual Mid-State Classic kicks off their doubleheader at 1pm with the Bucks from Motlow State taking on the Chargers of Columbia State. Then at 5.30, the Austin B. Lady Govs battle the Lady Vols of the University of Tennessee. Tickets to the 6th Annual Mid-State Classics are only 10 bucks and are on sale now. Motlow State versus Columbia State. Austin P versus Tennessee. Wednesday, March 15th starting at 1.30 at the Ridley Sports Complex in Columbia, Tennessee. For tickets and information to the 6th Annual Mid-State Classic, log on to ColumbiaTN.com slash mid Classic or call 931-388-8119 That's 931-388-8119 The 6th Annual Mid-State Classic
0: Today on Hey Culligan, Reverse to Reduce. Here's Bob. Hey Culligan, I love fresh water, but I got plastic bottles coming out Whoa, Bob, you are not kidding about the bottles, but did you know Culligan's reverse osmosis and always-on drinking water systems provide fresh, clean, delicious drinking water and help reduce the equivalent of over 15 billion plastic bottles from landfills worldwide? Holy (laughs) fresh, environmentally friendly drinking water. Am I right? Right, Bob. And we're already on the way. Let us help you out with free in-home water tests from a local Culligan water expert at Culligan.com. They say they'll get
4: your biggest tax refund. Jackson Hewitt says your biggest tax refund guaranteed and a chance to double your tax refund. Thousands in weekly prizes. During the double your refund sweepstakes, your biggest refund times two, twice the money. So forget about them. File your taxes on the double at Jackson Hewitt today. No purchase necessary to enter or win. Open to U.S. residents 18 or older who file a 2022 federal tax return. Promotion ends 4-2-23. Visit jacksonhewitt.com for rules.
1: Golfers, tee it up at Edwin Watts Golf Shops for the hottest new arrivals from TaylorMade, featuring the Stealth 2 Woods and Irons. The new Stealth 2 Woods combine speed and
4: forgiveness to unlock forgiveness, and the new Stealth HD Irons deliver high launch with draw bias to give you the confidence to expect better shots more often.
1: Swing into Edwin Watts Golf Shops and get custom fit today. Edwin Watts Golf Shops, unmatched expertise, unmatched service. Jim Rome is here
0: weekdays 11 to 2 on Nashville Sports Radio, WNSR. Give the show a couple
2: of weeks. You're not going to like it. Nobody likes this show the first time they heard it. My wife hated the show. I married her. Give it two weeks. If after two weeks you can honestly say to me, you know what? I listened to every day for two weeks, and the truth is I hate you more now than I did the first day. And I'm going to be man enough to say to you, you know what? You probably aren't that smart.
0: Jim Rome, 11 to 2 on Nashville's original sports radio, WNSR. The
4: show that makes the average person say, "Hey, I can do that." The afternoon stretch.
1: SEC tournament, well under action now. It was fun. It's always fun going there. I gotta say, I'm not a, I'm not a outlandish basketball fan by any means. I enjoy the game. I think personally for me, basketball is always more fun in the last five minutes of a game. That's when I want to tune in. Uh, but going to the SC tournament in the Bridgestone, always fun. Always fun to me. I have a good time with it. It it really, like as I was sitting in there, I do this every year whenever, you know, it's here. Last year, they were in they were in Tampa Bay, I believe last year. And now they're going to be here in Nashville till like 2030, I believe, is how long they're going to be here uh, doing the SC tournament. It just makes me ponder and wonder, how does Nashville not have a professional basketball team? We talk baseball, we talk, you know, it's got soccer now, which I mean, hey, two sports that we have, people said there's no way they were ever going to survive, right? Soccer, which literally started from the fans, and then hockey, that one, people were at one point trying to get rid of back in like 2006 or whatever year that was but they're i mean basketball seems like the most logical one they do it so right at bridgestone it seems so simple it seems so easy i don't know i just think they should have it i get the grizzlies are in memphis and we i love them i love the memphis grizzlies but nashville just it could it could definitely sustain a basketball team i feel like there's a bigger market for it here than there is in
2: memphis I feel like Memphis is one of the smaller market NBA teams.
1: Right. Well, and for a long time, Memphis was bigger than Nashville. Up until the last, uh, I want to say maybe within the last 10 years.
2: Not, you know, in touch with the Nashville history here.
1: But it you're right, though, in the grand schemes of NBA teams and NBA markets, yeah, Memphis is definitely smaller. Uh, And now they have such a history. And I'm not even saying get rid of Memphis, right? Like, create a new one have a new team there's ne- I've never mm. even heard the discussion baseball I hear the discussion all the time get calls get topics put up we have you know news that breaks and stuff all about baseball and how close they are to bringing in a, a major league team and what they're trying to do hear that all the time heard that probably for the past 5 years maybe longer uh of it starting to really gain traction and things like that I never hear any rumblings of a professional NBA team coming here I don't know if it's just not a want or what, but when I go to the SC tournament, it just looks so good. It looks so fun. It looks so right. It looks great. The fans show up and I get it. it's, you know, it's a bunch of fan bases all at once for just a weekend. But still, it's a good time and they do it well. And the the place, the building is there. I just feel like it's it's more possible than uh, not, th- I think it's. I think it's would be easier done than an MLB team.
2: I think there's just much less discussion of an NBA expansion. Yeah. Because I feel like if there was any sort of NBA expansion at any point, I think Nashville would have to be mentioned. But other than that,
1: you know, I'm trying to think of when the last expansion was or what team it was because I have no idea. Uh, let's see, 1988. Was it two? It was two thousand four. Two thousand four was the last team. Yeah, you you wouldn't remember. It. I, I feel like a lot of people wouldn't remember which team it is. You would remember it as Michael Jordan being the owner of it. At the time, it was Charlotte Bobcats. Yeah. Now it's Charlotte Hornets. That's right. But uh, so I, I like doing this too. So you had, uh eighties were big. You had a lot of teams expanding in the eighties. So 80, you came in with Dallas Mavericks. 88, Charlotte Hornets, Miami Heat. 89, Minnesota Timberwolves, Orlando Magic. 95, so that was the biggest jump in between those. Uh, Toronto Raptors, the Memphis Grizzlies. Mm -hmm. And then 2004, so that's a huge jump. You're talking nine years, right? Charlotte Bobcats. Now we're 2023 without an expansion in the NBA. It does seem like they should be close to coming. Right? Like, to saying, hey, it's time to get a new expansion team. 2004. We're almost 20 years. I'm trying to see the largest gap since the first expansion team was put in uh, back from 1976. Mm, They went back, I mean, 61, 66, 67, 68, 70, 74, 76, 80. So there hadn't even been a gap since the league's development of expansion teams larger than nine years that was the longest one nine years now we're 20 almost 20 years we're 19 years over that and there's never even been like that i've never even heard of the slightest
2: discussion in recent years of it either
1: i would say seattle yeah that's seattle's right. probably the biggest one if they were going to do an expansion it would be seattle Don't go back there yeah that sucks kansas city maybe Hmm. Uh, Montreal, Las Vegas, Las Vegas, probably nah, the one. Vegas, Las Vegas seems like the prime spot. Not another
2: like Texas team or anything? Uh,
1: they
2: already got. Yeah, they got they got Dallas,
1: Houston. Wait, Louisville. You know, big, yeah. big basketball there. Yeah, so it could happen, but 20, I, it's yeah, weird yeah. that they haven't. Nashville would be a great spot. Bridgestone's right there. They have they have the stadium. It's it's sitting there, and they could just do it. Figure out your schedule. I don't know. That's I'm, not my job. Cincinnati. My job is to sit here and tell you you should do it. Cincinnati. <laughs> The Cincinnati what? Dribblers? Nobody wants that team. <laughs> Skyliners? The Cincinnati Sugmas? I mean, they, the they're... Chilis? <laughs> yeah, the Chili's? The Chili Beans? That'd be cool. Straight up. <laughs> All right, we we're to under a break. If you want to jump in, 615-844-5600.
3: Good afternoon. We're still looking at this rack up here, and so is everybody else. 65 northbound at Rivergate Parkway. Hopefully it'll be out of here in a few minutes, but all it did was aggravate that heavy traffic now as you make your way up through Madison on 65 northbound. And once you get up to Vietnam Vets, if you can get up through there anytime soon because it's really slow north of Nashville this afternoon. South, not too bad until you get down around Spring Hill before 65 south wants to bog down pretty good there around 840. A Snapdragon hemp serving up lab-tested top shelf. Hemp products, edibles, flowers, concepts trades. Order right now at snapdragon420.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic.
1: Hey guys, it's Zach. Gear up for golf at Play It Against Sports in Brentwood and Hendersonville during their March golf sale. Swing in and stock up on their huge selection of new and gently used golf gear and equipment. During their month-long March golf sale, you save 10% on all gently used golf clubs. They have the trained staff to help you find the perfect set of golf clubs, a golf bag, golf balls, or a travel golf carry bag for the upcoming season. And they will also buy the golf gear you're no longer using. That's right, every day, all day, you can get cash on the spot for your underused golf gear. They also buy baseball, lacrosse, football, soccer, disc golf, plate weight, hockey gear, and the treadmill that is transformed into a clothes hanger. If you have gear you no longer use or doesn't fit, trade it in for either cash or for store credit towards your next purchase. And you can trust me. Not only am I a spokesperson, but I'm a customer. You can always find me in the golf section over at the Hendersonville store. Check out Play It Against Sports in Brentwood and Hendersonville. Tell them your friend Zach over here at Nashville Sports Radio sent you. That's Play It Against Sports in Brentwood and Hendersonville.
4: Prescription products require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if a prescription is appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for full details and important safety information. Subscription required.
3: Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same, but is 90% cheaper? And you can get it online? Just go to 4 joy. At Hymns, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the biggest brands at 90% off. That's right, get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but 90% cheaper. It's the same medication you get from your doctor, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address: forhims.com/joy. That's forhims.com/joy for your free online visit. F O R H I M S dot com slash J O Y. Celebrate the history of our national pastime at
4: the National Baseball Hall of Fame and Museum in Cooperstown. See
3: priceless treasures that will bring your baseball memories to life. Connect with events that have shaped and changed the game and our country. Our stories to tell, your memories to share. Plan your visit
1: today at BaseballHall.org. it's
0: the afternoon stretch with Zach williams and
1: bruno reagan i'm not saying like derrick henry's gonna be bad i just don't think he's gonna be able to tote the rock 330 times in a season did lose a half step he was getting caught in that second level and you saw the fumbling that's what their plan is we're just gonna go in again on derrick henry and figure this out it just seems like the definition of insanity to me the afternoon stretch
0: afternoon stretch
1: with Zach williams and bruno reagan
4: Call in now to the afternoon stretch, 615-844-5600 and be the most talented person on the show.
1: The afternoon stretch, final moments of the first hour if you want to get involved, 615-844-5600. Tennessee getting the win over Ole Miss over at Bridgestone today in the SEC tournament, 70-55. Good game there. I believe Arkansas and Auburn are about to get set to go. Or if not, they already started. I know it's 25 minutes afterwards. Uh, A couple upsets that happened today. Did you see Iowa State got over Baylor? No. No. Top 10 Baylor. And the, uh, I love, I love when the, when the, the SEC doesn't do that. The SEC doesn't do this. They don't name their tournament. Their tournament's just the SEC tournament. They don't sell the rights to it. Uh, your precious, uh, uh. Buckeyes. Yeah, you're, uh. Are you waiting? Sorry. Big 12 tournament. I was about to make fun of the big 10, but it was big 12. Shame. The Phillips 66 big 12 championship. Put it on a t-shirt. Baylor gets dropped by Iowa state. Golly. Baylor fraud team. Ohio state. Not. They got out rebounded 44 to 17. That's a while. <laughs> I've never heard you're of You're a that. top team. That's crazy. Top team in the, in, in, in all of college basketball. You got to figure that out. Top 10. Pull out a board, a <laughs> board against Iowa State. What is that like? One? What's the what's the differential on that? Um, yeah, I'm. I can't even That's run crazy. that. That's crazy. Yeah. That's terrible. I would. I wouldn't do better. But you know, I it, would. You would. You think you grab? You you'd be able to snag a couple. I boards. can get
2: at least 19.
1: <laughs> uh. So yeah. No. That's uh. Those, that's bad. That's bad. 4417 is what it was. That was a differential. That's awesome. First hour's done. Second hour coming up. Don't go anywhere.
3: ABC News, I'm Chuck Severson. In Germany, several people have been shot at a church in Hamburg. In addition to those injured, police say several others are dead. Streets in the area have been blocked off. That is still developing. Lawmakers are weighing new legislation that could empower President Biden to ban TikTok in the U.S. over spying concerns. At a hearing, the FBI director was asked about his agency's use of data scooped up by social media companies.
0: This is Jim Ryan. During Wednesday's hearing, FBI chief Christopher Ray insisted that his agency does not currently buy geolocation data derived from internet advertising. But I understand that we previously purchased some such information for a specific national security pilot project, but that's not been active for some time. He testified that when it is done, a court had authorized
3: the practice. spokesperson for the Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell says he's being treated for a concussion after he fell at a Washington hotel last night. This is ABC News. It's been tough talking to my doctor about constipation with belly pain, discomfort, and bloating. I finally laid all my symptoms out there and how they keep coming back. She said I may have irritable bowel syndrome with constipation, or IBSC. We agreed. It's time to try something different.
4: Linzess, or linaclotide, is a prescription medicine that treats IBSC in adults. Linzess works differently than laxatives. It lets you have more frequent and complete bowel movements and helps relieve overall abdominal symptoms, belly pain, discomfort, and bloating. These symptoms were studied in combination, not individually. Do not give Linzess to children less than 2 years old. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. There could be more to your story with C. Visit a doctor in person or online. Say yes to Linzess. Learn more at Linzess.com or call 1-800-LINZESS. linzess Sponsored by Abby and Ironwood
0: Pharmaceuticals. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. Welcome to Smashville. Join us at Bridgestone Arena coming up Thursday, March 16th for St.
4: Patrick's Day as your Nashville Predators take on the Chicago Blackhawks. Make sure you purchase the special St. Patty's Day pack. It's presented by Corner Pub and it's available now at NashvillePredators.com slash tickets. That's NashvillePredators.com slash tickets. The pack includes two tickets to the game, $20 in Nash cash and $1 Lucky one scotch ales at downtown corner pub starting at just 129 dollars let's go preds it's a bill king show pac-12 football is a joke it's a laughing stock it has been left behind by father time a long time ago it has not been prominent in a decade at least and do you want to know why god forsaken leadership
0: that's why Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. Realtors
4: abide by a code of ethics. This is Article 9 in action. Beth, a first-time homebuyer, knew nothing about the home buying process, except that she wanted to buy a home. But her Realtor had the expertise to make sure Beth understood every document, even giving her copies to review with her lawyer so Beth could close on her first home with confidence. Complicated things explained in simple terms. The difference between an agent and a Realtor is real. Realtors are members of the National Association of
0: Realtors. That's who we are. Okay, it's happening. It's the Afternoon Stretch with Zach Williams and Bruno Reagan. Everybody stay calm, stay calm! Let's take some calls from the public, shall we? Join the Afternoon Stretch now at 615-844-5600. Now here's Bruno and Zach.
1: Second hour of the afternoon stretch here on Nashville Sports Radio. Devil McKenzie, Zach Williams here inside the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio. If you want to get involved, we want to talk to you. 615-844-5600. That is the number to get in on today's program. And we appreciate calling into the program. That'd be nice. Real nice of you. Here till 6 o'clock. till the Memphis Grizzlies take over. Taking on the Golden State Warriors.
2: Mic's off. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, Yeah, that's... uh, I mean... No Steven Adams for the rest of the season. We haven't talked about John Moran either, hardly.
2: Because no one knows what to talk... Like, it's just ominous. It's so it's ominous. really eerie.
1: He clearly was doing very dumb things. And then Memphis was like, you're just going to leave for a little bit. And yeah. we're going to see if it gets quiet. Yeah. That, no, that's 100% what it is. Yeah. They're just trying to hide it. They, which... Sometimes it's the best thing to do. Something else will take over. You Pretty know what smart. I mean? Yeah. That's the thing. Whenever you're having a bad, like, people that get into social media and all that kind of stuff and say your name, it gets hot, right? The lights turn on, and you're getting a lot of attention on social media, whether good or bad. And if you can wait, if you can wait it out a couple days, something's going to happen, and everybody will forget about it.
2: See, right now, Ja, I think, is out after this game for three more games or two more games. I'm not 100% sure, but he's out for a couple more games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What then? Do you just, do you just, he's sn- not going to get prosecuted in Colorado. Do you sneak him on. Yeah. Like,
1: go ahead. Nothing hey, just happened. play. Please, John, ja, just don't go live on your Instagram yeah. for a little bit. Can you do that for me? Put the cost of me goes down. Yeah. Can we not, can you stop showing your gun? Yeah. Or whoever's gun that was, you know, those allegedly that, like you're never, ever supposed to do as a professional athlete. It's not do those. I ja just started doing it, man. The Guy was like, Hey, you know what? They can't stop me. <laughs> and then it's like oh no wait they it's not me <laughs> uh all right we don't have a show tomorrow due to vandy baseball if the way we- I, I don't think the weather's supposed to be bad either by the way i'm not 100 sure what's going on with the weather uh but as it stands right now 4 first pitch and that means 4 15 on air andrew al so we don't have a show tomorrow so that means we need to get to our austin hardy state farm keeping the safe picks
4: Time now for the keeping you safe pick of the week, brought to you by Austin Hardy State Farm Insurance.
1: The real safe pick, Austin Hardy State Farm Insurance. We'll talk a little bit more about Austin Hardy in just a moment. Let's actually go to the phones first, huh? How about we do that? Let's let's do that because we got a caller in, and we we put things on, and we want we want our callers on. Let's do that. Uh, Steve felt like waiting to right when we were starting a segment, but look, hey i'll railroad it i don't care steve in nashville steve how you doing buddy
5: i'm not i'm i'm all right sorry about that well i'm not married anymore just bad timing <laughs> in life um there are more reasons than that hey well, you don't have to go into them i promise <laughs> I need some therapy session um So the SEC basketball tournament, they just need to make that a Nashville permanent like baseball is in Hoover. I mean, there's no other city that, I mean, it's so cool. I mean, even though it's all Tennessee fans walking out of the arena, but it's so cool having it down there with everything going on.
1: Oh, 100%. I mean, they did it in Tampa last year, and I, I was talking to some people that I, did, I didn't go last year to that, and I, I knew a lot of other media members that didn't go to it, and they did the women's tournament, obviously, here in Nashville last year, but uh, uh, they, there were so many people who were like, thank goodness it's back in Nashville. It just works. It fits so well into the city, yeah. and... Uh, there's, such, I mean, obviously Vandy is the SEC team here, but there's such a, you know, there's fans of all of them that are, you know, we're we're a pot, a mosh pot of of different teams and fandoms here. So, uh, you know, it just it works, and the stadium, the Bridgestone is such a good arena for it.
5: Yeah, yeah, hopefully they'll Hopefully, I know it's here a lot, but hopefully they can make it permanent. Do you think once and if the, the football stadium ever gets built, that they would consider moving it? the SEC championship here instead of Atlanta, or is that a permanent Atlanta thing? Football,
1: yeah, probably. I think they would. I, I think they would consider it. I don't know if it's permanent. Um, obviously, Chick-fil-A has a big piece of that, and being in Atlanta and Georgia as it is. Uh, but, um, yeah, I, I think hundred percent they would, I know that's been in the plans, especially at least on the NCAA men's tournament for basketball that, you know, having final fours, that was always on the table. And if that's on the table, I would, I would assume that college football championship would be okay to come to Nashville at least one year if with a brand new stadium, because you really think about it for the sec championship, you know, what other stadium in the Southeast, not just, you know. Uh, Nashville or Atlanta, but like wh- where where is there a stadium that has the indoor capacity that they would need? There isn't one, so if they build that, uh, you know, for for Nashville, I would think that definitely becomes an an, an option going forward.
5: Yeah, I, want, I wonder if Jerry when Texas and um, Oklahoma join, I wonder if they're going to try to include Jerry's World in Dallas and part of that.
1: That's, Probably. I don't know if that has like a ten-year contract. I can't imagine it's a forever kind of thing, but uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know if that does have that or not.
5: I would think it'd be up for bid, like everything else. I mean, it, obviously it's done well. I don't, and it's going to seat less, so I don't know if that would play into it. But um, yeah, hopefully they get get it done and start building that thing.
1: Yeah, uh, I was trying to see, so I, I can't find. I'm gonna, I'm gonna figure that out for you. If it's a forever thing that they're gonna have that there or not.
5: And uh, and I'm um, Vanderbilt tonight. Y'all, y'all feeling good about the doors? You gonna load up on them or you think LSU might have their number?
1: Well, jumping ahead of me here a little bit, but uh, yeah, no, oh. I, 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 well, that's something we were gonna get into with the uh, the picks of the week here that we were gonna get into. Uh, I, I like Vanderbilt tonight. I like Vanderbilt. Uh I, I understand that L S U beat them what, beat them I can't remember how many weeks ago it was now, but uh yeah, they're 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 gonna get they're gonna get their revenge game, I think. They're gonna they're gonna they're gonna really beat
5: down L S U is what I think. Yeah. I just like I talked to Pogue and Burton this morning about that their Williams, their big guy, had about forty points on it, so um that's gonna be the obstacle with that, but I, I hope they can keep it going and and get Kentucky tomorrow. That'd be an entertaining tournament.
1: <laughs> yeah, no. What so Vandy's four and a half is what it is. So I would, I am laying the points on Vandy one hundred percent.
5: Okay. Did you have Vandy in seventeen innings last night? Did you did you take that bet?
1: <laughs> I, di- I didn't. You know, I I thought about sixteen, but uh, I decided <laughs> to stay away. And you know, what what a game last a two to one finish seventeen innings. Did you stay up late for it? The nine <laughs> o'clock wasn't that late, I guess. I
6: wouldn't be like, well,
5: that's kind of late like for an old man like me. But <laughs> I, baseball's crazy. I mean, the day before they, you know, win big over Tech, and the next day it looks like they can't hit the ball. But pitching is just, I think they had like 25 strikeouts. So um, that's just how it works. And then move on to the weekend. Mm. But I did, um, I heard the, the stat in 14, they lost Austin P. during the regular season. In 19, they lost to, uh, I think it was Tennessee type one or the other. So anyway, just shows the two years they won the national championship. Doesn't mean as much as midweek games aren't, you know, indication of how the whole season's gonna go. Yeah. No, I it's uh it's it's
1: there's a lot there's a lot. They're 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 a young team. That, uh, is still trying to kind of feel its way around. And I, you know, it's good. That game last night's a good thing to go through. I think in my opinion, it's not fun for the producer, oh, yeah. you know, or the people working the game and stuff <laughs> like that. But, uh, you know, for the, for the team, it's good to see that sort of thing. And, and you know, Tim Corbin's going to take some, some real lessons out of that.
5: Oh yeah. I'm sure he loves seeing all the pitching and especially, I think it's about 25, 30 degrees. So I'm sure everybody's a little chilly, but <laughs> Y'all have a good weekend. Anchor down, boys.
1: Hey, appreciate it, Steve. 615 844 5600 if you want to get in. Uh, all right, let's uh let's re- let's restart here, huh? You wanna you wanna do that, Devlin? Let's let's get into our keeping it safe picks of the week.
4: Time now for the keeping you safe pick of the week, brought to you by Austin Hardy, State Farm Insurance.
1: The real safe pick, as always, is Austin Hardy, State Farm insurance agent. We will we'll talk about him in just a moment. Uh, last week, Devlin, we went fifty. We because we did we did two each, and we went fifty percent. Uh, you hit on the Clip, Clippers plus seven. Mm-hmm. You missed on the Lakers outright. Lived and died by the Lakers or by uh, LA. LA, Just mm-hmm. yeah, with you all the way. Um, I went fifty percent. Auburn against Tennessee was, I mean, that was easy.
2: That was uh, pardon that was the pun. Pick. It was a layup.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Uh, now Cyril gone going up against John Jones was an absolute mistake. But I admitted on air, heart pick, because mm-hmm. I was like, I want John Jones to win, but I'm gonna bet against him. So either way, I win. Just
2: like hedged yourself. Yeah, almost. yeah,
1: yeah. So uh, I mean, technically, it's like I was one and a half right. Is what I'm gonna say. You
2: got a win out of
1: it. Yeah, exactly. A went out of the loss. Uh, where are you wanting to start with uh, your picks? Both
2: my picks are NBA. I'm an NBA guy. That's you what are. I do around here. Love basketball. 50% better. I'd say that's pretty decent. Sometimes 60 But tonight, we're going to go with both the uh, TNT games that are on, uh, Grizzlies and Golden State. Uh, I believe this one is in Memphis. Doesn't matter. Uh, Warriors are going to run, run away with this one. Grizzlies lose Steven Adams, and they lose a million games in a row. Now they're out both Steven Adams and John Morant. Mm-hmm. For the foreseeable future. Um I, I think Golden State right now is in a must-win position to try to keep themselves in the playoff picture. So I'm gonna take Golden State. I'm gonna take
1: them I'm gonna take their their spread here. Two and a half. Two and a half. Yeah. Uh Memphis just lost to the Lakers. Yeah. By like ten. Not good. No. Not good. Uh yeah. So that one seems simple to me. Uh I'm going to take Auburn tonight. Uh, taking them against Arkansas, plus two and a half. Bruce Pearl shows up in the SEC championship. He just has. Auburn's been a team when they come in the games, they need to win. They show up, man. Uh, Arkansas has been a weird team, too, all season. A lot of people question Arkansas and what they did, especially near the end of the season. Uh, So I'm going to take Auburn two and a half is what I'm going to take in this one.
2: I think, you know, we've heard it here live on air that he can fire up.
1: Uh, a team. <laughs> I I almost want to just play that just because again just because that's so good joke. What was the what was he saying at the I beginning? Forget the first one. Oh, I'm tired of seeing my guys get smashed. Yeah, smashed. That was smashed. Yeah. That's how he said it. They're getting smashed down there. And
2: he turned around and won. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, beat the hell out of Tennessee. Easy. Knew it. Knew that was gonna happen. Last game of the season. Uh, so yeah, taking Auburn has not done me wrong yet. So I'm gonna go with Auburn smart that's safe we're keeping the two per so who's your next one
2: um the other tnt game the late night game it's going to be the knicks versus the sacramento kings i i honestly don't (laughs) the only way that i would watch
1: the knicks and the sacramento kings
2: is betting (laughs) that's the only reason why honestly yeah pretty much and then also the tnt broadcast is like really good uh true um but i don't really understand this I, i believe the line right now is that Two and a half for Sacramento. Sacramento's a really good team. The Knicks aren't bad, but I don't think they're going to compete with Sacramento in Sacramento on a national broadcast. Mm. So I don't know why this seems easy to me. It kind of scares me that I'm very confident in this pick, but I'm taking Sacramento two and a half. That's terrifying. It's almost when you're so confident, you're like, just no way. It almost just seems too good to be true. Maybe I should fade myself.
1: See, this is Devlin's downfall right here. I'm overthinking it. They're overthinking it. Yeah, Just go with your first thought. Sacramento. Sacramento all the way. It was always Sacramento. It was. Uh, I I want to do another basketball one. I do. I thought about doing the Preds. Uh, Preds are taking on Arizona, I believe, on the road, I would assume. They're doing really well on this road uh, trip mm-hmm. they're on right now. So, I, I don't... Yeah, they've been winning. I was going to say,
3: yeah. They shouldn't
1: be. All no. the reason to lose is there, but they won't do it, so... Um, I'm going to stick, I'm going to stick with, I'm going to stick with basketball. I'm going to stick with the sec tournament and I'm going to stick with my gut. And my gut tells me Vanderbilt oh. points, points. Mm-hmm. I, I, I was saying that I was saying that with Steve, when he called in Uh Vandy four and a half tonight against LSU, I think they just obliterate LSU. I don't know why I think that. Um, I don't know if that's a good idea. this is all a feel to me tonight on these picks. So take that with the grain of salt or whatever you know whatever the phrase is. Just know that I believe Vanderbilt is gonna run away with this one tonight and then I think it's all gonna end against Kentucky. That's that's how I if I'm picking the tournament going forward and we could even, I don't. I mean, the odds aren't out, obviously, yet, because Vanderbilt has to win first before they start to face Kentucky. Uh, but that's that's my. I think they lose against Kentucky, and that's how their season ends, and they go maybe an NIT bid, and that's it.
2: Is there a narrative that this is? Like almost a revenge game for Vandy and LSU. It has to be. I, I mean,
1: it, it's it's sad to say a revenge against one of the worst teams in the conference. But they, like they did, they could have went nine and nine and had they won that. Look, because that's the thing. Blake Lovell came on and mm-hmm. told us and broke down the whole net rankings and everything. The LSU game that the they way. lost was worth more than beating Kentucky. Yeah, that game was worth more to them in the net rankings than beating Kentucky, which they obviously beat Kentucky too, but. Still, had they just beat LSU, and that's what a lot of Andy fans keep saying. They're, they, you know, they watch them beat Kentucky and they win these games, and they just say, "How did we lose to LSU? How did that happen? How do you, how do you win against Kentucky, win against Tennessee, and lose to LSU out of all these teams?" So I think maybe there's not like a narrative being built up of this needs to be a revenge game. I just think the team is going to think it's a revenge game. I think
2: that should be a narrative. In you the know what I mean? Room, yeah.
1: Yeah. You like, you lost to your little brother. And, you know, ping pong, mm-hmm. you know, and it was because you were on your phone or something like that. And then he just started talking smack to you. You're like, oh, this kid's about to get it. You know, that's, that's what, that's how, that's how I think this thought, this thought is going on right now. Um, so yeah, I, I've got LSU. The over under in that game is 141 and a half. Give me the under. Hmm. That's not official on this, no. on the keep it a safe fix, but I like the under in this one. I think it's just going to be heavy Vandy offense early, and then they're just going to coast along a, a large lead. It's going, to, it's going to feel good for Vandy fans. That's my thought on that one. Chew clock, second half. Chew clock, exactly. Uh, the real safe pick, though, out of all these picks, it's Austin Hardy State Farm Insurance Agent, 7110 Town Centerway Suite 1 in Brentwood. You can give them a call, 615-810-9999. And look, the days happen. Those days happen. When those days happen, you want to insure an agent that's going to be fighting for you by your side right after the storm. wants you there with you, that's who you want. And that's what Austin Hardy is a young guy in the business, trying to make his way in here and trying to prove himself. He wants to help you out. He wants to, and not just past all those days, right? Your auto, your home, also your life insurance. That's huge. You don't have life insurance. you You need to call Austin. You need to call Austin quickly, but past that, financial advice, all those kind of things, Austin Hardy, State Farm Insurance agent. Check him out online at insuredwithaustin.com. That's Austin Hardy, State Farm Insurance.
4: This has been your keeping you safe pick. The real safe pick you can choose is Austin Hardy with State Farm Insurance for home and auto. Give Austin a call at 615-810-9999.
3: Afternoon, it's pretty busy out here on the South Loop, the West Loop. Give yourself extra time south of town down through Brentwood, Franklin. It really wants to slow on 65, down around 840 in there in that section of Spring Hill. Steady flow of traffic 24 out through Murfreesboro, making your way through Rutherford County this afternoon. Hey, Nash Painting Services, all in Middle Tennessee. Ask about their vapor blaster that removes paint without damaging, uh, without the dust damaging the house. Check this out at NashPainting.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic.
1: you heard it here John Burton's favorite show the afternoon stretch we're back if you want to jump in 615-844-5600 we want to hear from you Devil McKenzie Zach Williams everything's copacetic now baby it's just how it goes it's how it be sometimes they do be like that live radio you know we're doing it. That's what happens. But we're glad. SC Tournament's back. I'm, I'm excited for that tonight. I am. I'm, I'm excited to see Vanderbilt. We talked about it a little bit with the keeping of safe picks. Uh, I want to switch over to the conversation, though. I want to switch over to the conversation. Adam Scheffner just threw out a tweet. I threw a whistle out there when I said Scheffner. Did you hear that? Yeah, just a little S. Adam Scheffner. Scheffner. I couldn't do it again. Scheffner. There it there is. There it was. Yeah. Is that the family guy guy? Yeah. Uh, uh, I can't remember his name, but yeah. Uh little Titans news that dropped out here uh, from Adam Schaffner on Twitter. Titans cannot release Bud Dupree until the start of the league year, March 15th, due to his remaining guaranteed salary, but they plan to release him then. The move will save the Tennessee Titans $9.35 million against their cap. The Titans are making a lot of moves. Are they? Yes. Huh. They've all been so far kicking people off teams. Yeah. But what they've done is they've thrusted themselves into top 10 of cap space uh, in the league, which is – that's a great place to be at. And you're the 11th pick. They, it, It's starting to feel like with Carthon that there is an opportunity. I think I'm going to be – I'm going to come around eventually. I really do believe that I'm going to come around because – I can see it in the future with what we're starting to see here, moving off for certain players, getting capital to then spend. Cause that's the whole thing, right? You're you're gonna use your cap. You wanna use your cap, especially for this year and the in the coming years. You're not gonna re sign Henry. I don't think that happens. You're not you're not gonna re sign Tannehill anymore. Those are either you're gonna move on from this offseason or you're gonna move on from when their contracts are out. For sure. That's gonna happen. There is definite holes on the Tennessee Titans team and offense specifically that have to be met. Their offensive line, who knows? Ben Jones may retire. That may happen. And if that happens, then it really feels like you have nobody. You have Nicholas Petit-Ferrier over on the right tackle spot, which I think he was good. He was serviceable to good for the Tennessee Titans in this last season. Nate Davis, the right guard, He's, he's good. He's not a top end. He he may make a jump. Who knows? But even his contract's going to be coming up soon, and they have a history of not picking up contracts just in general. Uh, But the rest of that offensive line, if you don't have your – if Ben Jones does retire because there's a big threat that Ben Jones retires, that whole left side center on, no more Taylor Lawan. you have to figure it out. There are some names out there that you want to get – depending on what you do with your draft. Here in the league the league official start, whatever, March 15th, that's happening in what? That's six days Mm -hmm. that we have that? So the news is really going to get moving pretty quick. Um, But they're going to have to pick up some different players. Uh, Offensive tackles that are right now that are free agents, we've looked at this before. There are some that are out there. Uh, there are, there are some that, you know, names have been talked about and whispered about and said, okay, this is who we, who people would like to see all that kind of junk. You know, it's, there's a million names out there. I think they still tackle their tackle, their left tackle spot in the draft, taking uh Paris Johnson junior. Uh, so I think that's, I still think that's where they are. If they are completely set. And saying we're going to we're we're wanting to build on the future and we're not trading up in the draft we're not going after the quarterback we're not going after that name we're gonna go off to the left tackle spot I think they they for sure do if they don't Mike McGlinchey out of San Francisco that becomes a very targeted name 28 years old Uh, he's been in a system for the for the 49ers that is favorable at least, or it, they, they show signs of what the Tennessee Titans are going to do with them. Very run heavy centric team, uh, a little bit different running styles, a little bit different, but still he played primarily right tackle, but you can move him over to the left tackle. You'd have to pay up for him. You're going to pay about 14 million a year for McGlinchy, but that could be a name that you could see the Titans going after. If they don't go after Paris Johnson, Jr. There's some people that would say take Paris Johnson, Jr. And take him. And let Paris Johnson kind of learn, or or maybe he plays the right tackle spot, or vice versa, or whatever. But uh I, I think I think that's probably the name that you would more than likely see the Titans go after. A couple other ones that are coming out. Obviously, Donovan Smith just popped out from the Bucs. He got released from the Bucs, uh, I believe earlier this week. That name, people have been ever since any, any tackle that's been dropped or or moved on, or even popped up. Titans fans are jumping on it and latching onto it right away because it's such a need for the team right now. Um, Taylor LeJuan left a hole of at least a productive, a productive member of a team that knew the system. Orlando Brown Jr., you're not going to be able to afford Orlando Brown Jr. That's not going to happen. Orlando Brown Jr. is going way out of your price range here. I can tell you that much right now. He, Orlando Brown Jr. is going to set the market. Um, tw- I, I, I think uh, Spotrack is is giving, or, or Spotrack, I never know what mm-hmm. that, that website, yeah. I don't know how to say the name. Uh, they're saying $22.5 million a year is what he's getting. Which, when you're protecting Patrick Mahomes, you get that kind of money. Mm-hmm. You're allowed that kind of money. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know where they go. I think it's going to be, no matter what, we're going to see the draft pick. Still there at the eleven.
2: I was gonna say I I do have a scenario. So let's say we do scenario. Whatever. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know which one's right, honestly. <laughs> anyway, let's say <laughs> Titans. Are, are, they're at they're at eleven. Paris Johnson gets taken early. Now, yeah, I feel like you have three options here. Mm-hmm. You either trade back, you take best overall at eleven, whoever that might be, receiver, who knows, or do you reach on a tackle, who should have go lower. <clears throat>
1: Well, I think a lot of people would say the the Skaronsky pick, right? Like that's there's been a lot of people that have already they have him ranked up above, but for some reason he's back behind in the drafting for Paris Johnson Jr., uh, Broderick Jones out of Georgia, that's one, and then uh, who's the other guy out of Ohio uh, Ohio State? De Dewan Jones. Yeah, that's the other name that a lot of Titans fans are throwing out there right now. But are they
2: worth an eleven? I don't know if they're
1: worth an eleven. Do you trade back? Paris Johnson, I think is. They always, people always want to get traded back. Every year, whatever the draft is, they're always like, trade back, trade back. This should be the perfect time to trade back. If you don't get Paris Johnson, I would say, yeah, probably the smart move is to trade back. See if you can accumulate. Mm -hmm. You know, it just depends, though. At 11, who's moving up? What are you trading back to? How far are you trading back, right? You're not going to trade back into the first round, I don't think, unless somebody sees a guy that's fallen, and I don't think they're going to trade back into the first I think Dewan Jones I he probably goes in the second, yeah, so you're you're skipping over a couple different names through there that you hope he's still there. the real answer that nobody wants to say or or would like is probably reach. you probably do reach because it is important that you get somebody to build on
2: it's that it's that pick range right there. I feel like there's there's top 10 and then like I'd say 11 to about 18 19 is just you're potentially reaching on players. And I think anything below that is there's value.
1: I agree. I agree 100%. Um, Let's go to the phone lines. If you want to jump in, if you have a thought about this, 615-844-5600, we want to hear from you. Let's go to Eric in Nashville. Eric,
6: how you doing, buddy? Oh, I'm doing great, Zach. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you, you know, You were talking about uh, Orlando Brown. You're right. I think he is going to set the market. Whether or not the Titans are going to go that high, I don't know if they will or not, guys, because... uh, Uh, They, Kansas City said they're not going to put the franchise tag on him, so they're going to let him shot around, and I definitely think he's going to make a killing wherever he goes. And they've also talked about releasing, I think, the defensive uh, end, I guess it's Fred Clark, that they're not bringing him back. So, you know, that's just some of the moves that teams have to make, especially when you're the Super Bowl champion. But I wanted to also throw this out. Um, you may or may not have heard about this. Of course, this happened earlier today, but did you know that the Rams reported their shopping Matthew Stafford?
1: Yeah, so I saw that news. That came out on the Pat McAfee show earlier today. Um, I believe it was Lombardi who came out and said that. Uh, yeah. The other news that followed up with that, um, mm-hmm. I saw this. It was a beat reporter or whoever it was in the area mm-hmm. uh, said this was a... Uh, Jordan, I'm not, I'm not going to say her name right. Jordan Rodrigue. I mm-hmm. may have said that wrong. Uh, this was quotes from Les Snead talking about the mm-hmm. Rams quarterback situation. He said, we're mm-hmm. going to definitely rely on Matthew. He's definitely one of our pillars. He's definitely somebody we're going to rely as we remodel this, um, saying that he's going to remodel because they aren't bulldozing the house down. So mm-hmm. they're saying, and, and then he went on to say that Cooper Cup and Aaron Donald are Weight bearing walls. This guy really went into the construction mm-hmm. theme mm-hmm. <laughs> for mm-hmm. these conversations, yeah. but yeah. so I think that kind of refuted it a little bit. Um, yeah. I but once again, this is that I talked about. I talk about this all the time, Eric. You probably hear mm-hmm. this. Everybody has yeah. a price. Everybody yeah, has a yeah. price. And, and if yeah, you're a GM, yeah, yeah. you're you're ridiculous for not finding out what somebody might give you for Matthew Stafford. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
6: This thing, of course, is Rams are going to be making a ton of moves because they already released Bobby Wagner. There's talk that not. Going to bring back Allen Robinson. They're trying to trade Jalen Ramsey. Uh, and of course, Matthew Stafford had only been there like two years, but mm-hmm. hey, they feel like real expensive contract. You have to wonder if they're going to bring back Baker Mayfield, or, you know, because I know they want to try and cut payroll, but they're saying, of course, everybody said when they won the Super Bowl, they're in the dynasty. like every year after a team wins the Super Bowl, somebody says it's a dynasty, but it doesn't happen. I mean, Kansas City is probably the closest thing to it. I think it's going to be tougher for them, especially with the moves they have to make. It's just the salary cap and everything. So we'll see uh, how all that's going to shake out. But um, I don't think they're going to get for Matthew Stafford what they uh, gave up for him, uh, which was first round draft picks and all that. But it's just going to be interesting where Stafford goes. But it's also going to be interesting because he said, of course, his issues with concussions. A lot of people are probably are going to retire. But he said, no, I'm not retiring. I'm coming back. Mm-hmm. So you have to worry about his health and everything.
1: Yeah, no, and and think about it from the Rams side too. You did give up a lot for him. You're not going to get a lot back, but yeah. you got a Super Bowl. <laughs> you got yeah, a Super Bowl true. out of them. I mean, yeah, yeah. Your favorite team, Eric. You're you're a Titans fan. Would you would you be yeah. happy if you gave up the house for Aaron Rodgers? Not that I think that's going to happen or anything, but you give up the house for Aaron Rodgers, you're going to pay him that 54 million dollars, whatever market, no, 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 and you win a ma, Super Bowl ma, this year. Uh, well,
6: I I, I will. If I really thought that was going to happen, I probably would. But I just don't think that's going to happen. Plus, the fact is, I would have probably done this for something like that about five years ago. We talk about a guy who's 39. Even if you do that, what's the guarantee he's going to play after this year? I I, I think the longest he's going to play is two more years. I, I you know because you would like to if you did something like that for a guy to play several years, not just one or two, and that's a problem. And with all the other issues like with offensive line and receiver and just everything like that, it's just. You, you you just don't know what you what you would be getting. And also, if he'd be all in, would he show up early and be willing to work out with the players? Because that's his history is just not to come to OTAs and you don't want to trade for a guy and then him not show up to OTAs because he just says, well, I'll have to be here, which is true, it's voluntary, but you would think if he would do something like that, whatever team he went to, that he won't show up, work with his receivers and get on the same page. Because I think certainly that... Kind of hurt them last year with the Packers, uh, that because they didn't start to pick it up until like middle towards later on towards the season, so that was an issue. Guys, I'll get off. Y'all take care. Have a great weekend. We'll talk again soon.
1: I appreciate it, Eric. No,
6: I mean you bring up good points,
1: but the point still remains too. You know, Bruno and I have talked about this a million times. I, I I think that it there's a there's a real thought of it. Would you sell out your team's future for a Super Bowl right now? Right. Would yep. you do that? Oh yeah, I mean you would, cause you're a Browns fan. Of course, you would sell out the entire city of Cincinnati, or, or sorry, uh, where is it from? Cleveland. Mm-hmm. You would sell out all of Cleveland just to you know get that one Super Bowl. But I, the Rams did it. They won the Super Bowl, and then they went the next year, and it was one of the worst. It was the worst it was, yeah. of a defending Super Bowl team. Yep. For a season that they had, and the only bright spot. Came when Baker Mayfield showed up. That was the only bright spot of that whole season. Big so, deal. I <laughs> just because he planted the flag, man. I beat the guy, yeah. Oh man, got one y'all a playoff game, there you go. Beat the Steelers in the playoffs. Congrats, beat Big Ben. Was that Mason Rudolph? I don't even remember
2: because I don't even care.
1: I think it was Big Ben. I think it was yeah. Big Ben. Yeah. Uh, but uh, no, but the, still, it's would you sell out that future? And that's that's the conversation for the Rams that. I think they answered an obvious yes, a resounding yes, and it and they're they're suffering for it now, but you had the Super Bowl. You got that Super Bowl. I think a team like the like the Chiefs, a team like the Steelers, a team like the Cowboys that have had the Super Bowl runs, have had the Super Bowls in their history at least. You can look back as a fan and say, well, we won all these Super Bowls. They don't want to ruin their chances of getting a Super Bowl or their future or anything like that. Titans fans, though who were hungry for the Super Bowl, another chance to go back to the Super Bowl? I think they're – how much money does this team got to pay? If they had to pay $150 million, if you knew the Titans were going to take $150 million and give it to one guy, but it guaranteed you a Super Bowl this next year, but you're going to have five years that you're terrible after that year, would you do it? I think every Titans fan, you wouldn't have to call into this show. You wouldn't have to put a microphone in front of anybody. You just open your window and you would hear people screaming, yes – as loud as they could, you would know because they want it. A team like the Jacksonville Jaguars, the Texans, the, the Cardinals, the you know the Lions, they would, yes, ruin our future for a win now. They would want that. I think it's one thing to mention, too. The Rams
2: front office, they knew exactly what was going to happen when they did all that, got rid of all those picks, brought in all these guys to win this one Super Bowl. I think they also considered the fact that after they won it, if they did do bad, they don't have a fan base that would care. Yeah, this is uh, this is front office. They got a Super Bowl win. Congratulations. Yeah, your fans don't care for the for the remaining next five years. So clean house, gut the entire team, get some picks back, build off of that. Mm. Maybe get another one in six years. Again, your fan base does not care.
1: That uh, that's an interesting that's an interesting thought too, uh, because that that is true.
2: That's that Super Bowl was a social gathering. It was. All of their games are social gatherings.
1: Do you think Kim Kardashian really cared about what was happening on that field? Yeah, I mean, come on. She didn't. I bet go to a Philly game, thinking it's a social gathering. You're out of your mind. <laughs> so I mean, yeah, no, that that's a good point. That uh, that that is something that I think you can think about and say, okay, this is this is happening. Like as a franchise, because I mean,
2: if you're thinking about the future of your fans too, I think the Rams were well aware that their fan base isn't sh- isn't strong enough to really you know set the pitchforks out for the next <laughs> five years after that Super Bowl win. Because to be honest with you, I mean. If you go back and look at interviews on the street after that Super Bowl win, those guys really didn't care much. No, they no, just they, didn't.
1: they didn't. It was, it, yeah, the, the the bus route was two stops. Yeah. you know what I mean. It wasn't. They weren't going down, you know, Rodeo mm-hmm. Drive or anything. Now, uh, and same for the Chargers too. Frankly, they don't have oh, fans either. Oh, it's the either. same
2: thing. I mean, like before the whole uh, new stadium, I think the Chargers were the worst fan base. Yeah, and
1: then they moved to the LA. LA or they moved Diego, to LA. Right, San Diego, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, and then it was just the same. Yeah, <laughs> and they were like, $5
2: billion stadium we're going to play in. And they're like, so. It's amazing. You go up a little bit further and you go to San Francisco, and that fan base would die for that team.
1: Yeah, no, they would have. Uh, but I, I think I think the, the Super Bowl hungry teams want that. But you're right. The Rams, they're in that situation. Who cares? Mm-hmm. I bet you could walk around LA. And walk up to somebody who is wearing a Rams jersey. First off, you probably have to take a while to find them. Oh, yeah. Walk up to that person wearing a jersey and ask them, who is your running back? Who is the Rams running back oh, no, right now? Know. And they would not know what to say. No. They really, they'd be like, Todd Gurley? Like, that's what they would say. They would not, I guarantee you, they would not say Cam Akers. No. They would have no clue who Cam Akers I don't even Akers think
2: they would is. say Daryl Henderson. I don't I just, yeah, they wouldn't, even
1: think they wouldn't know malcolm brown yeah like you know that they, they don't know so uh yeah no for sure not gonna that 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 place is crazy that place is crazy and don't, don't for the being the sports like mecca of of major so money and yeah it's a big market such a i mean number one market i believe they're the number one market. number two if anything uh and the people living there could care less i know i think i don't
2: i don't really know if there is like a diehard fan base in la dodgers maybe Dodgers
1: oh, Dodgers are pretty diehard. Lakers yeah. are pretty diehard. Um, There's not much of a
2: football market there at all, which is wild. To yeah. It's the really biggest weird.
1: sport there, the one that makes the most money, is not the, the popular yeah, team. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, but the rest of the NFL? I mean, are Titans fans really complaining if they ruin their future and, but win a Super Bowl next year? Not going to happen. But I, I just don't think people are. I don't think people are going to be like, you know what? I want... I want five to ten years of good, solid play and competitive play, and no Super Bowl. Slim chance of one, very slim. Slim chance, very slim to or guaranteed a one year of just hellacious mm-hmm. throwdown wins, and you take it to the Super Bowl and you win the whole dadgum thing. Titans fans would be lining up. Oh yeah, and I'm not saying that's you know they don't. That's not going to happen, right? Like we're not. We're not in that situation by any means. There's no situation that Titans fans can sit there and say, oh, well, we might get that guy. There's, that guy's not out there. Lamar Jackson, he might be the biggest name out there of quarterbacks left. You, know, you have Aaron Rodgers as well. Both of those guys are not winning you a Super Bowl with this team right now. There's no foundation. There's no foundation. But regardless, it's just not going to happen now. The talent around them is just so bad. I think they have holes. I don't think the holes prevent them from going after that, like, franchise QB, whoever that is. I think you can still do it with trying to build your team and and say we're going to build around this guy. You can definitely do that. But the, the talent around them is just so bad that, you know, the Titans are to win a Super Bowl two years from now, three at the most, is back to their window. But that's the good and bad thing, right? Like, I, I, I say this all the time, too. Rebuilding... Is not a bad thing. Like people hear that and they think, oh, five years of bad teams. No, that's not. It doesn't take five years. The NFL, you could do it in a year. That Rams team, they got Matthew Stafford. They're back in the Super Bowl. They won it. The Bengals that they played in that Super Bowl were a year and a half. Three win team the year before, right? And they were in the Super Bowl that year. Mm -hmm. It could turn around very quick. Philadelphia Eagles, they were just in the Super Bowl with the Kansas City Chiefs. And They were terrible two years ago. You would have never thought they would be in the Super Bowl. Jalen Hurts, the quarterback who was up for MVP, was thought to be a running back when they took him. Carson Wentz was the future. Why are you taking a quarterback? I mean, that's how quickly things can change for the better. Outlook is wrong. Outlook is bad. The future of it, though, can be
2: immediate for a team. The one thing to mention, whenever you said the Eagles and the Bengals, Mm -hmm. they didn't miss on their drafts. Right. They had that just one year where they didn't miss on a single pick. If you if you can do
1: that as a team, no matter how bad you are, you're right back in it. Look at the Chiefs. Exactly. Chiefs with another one. I mean, and that that was the Titans' biggest problem for so long is they were missing on every draft pick. Yeah. Fell. I mean, think about it. They passed up Derrick Henry three times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> every team in the NFL, I believe it was every team in the NFL passed on Derrick Henry three times. Yeah. And he's the number one back and people still don't give him credit for being the as good as he is. Oh, well, yeah, value. And I look, I love Derrick Henry. You, you probably you hear the promo out there. I think Tyne should move on from him, but the the time frame where he was top of the world, he was top of the world, man. He was top of the world. Uh so it's just it's about finding that right guy. It's about finding that right piece. And you know, Joe Burrow was that for the Bengals, Patrick Mahomes was that for the Chiefs. Josh Allen still seems like he could be that for the Bills even though they haven't won anything. I always feel like i have to gauge my josh allen talk i don't i just don't like him i know but no that's the uh that's the future that's the future for the titans they just gotta pick it on the right guy it's big it's big man so much to get into we're we're almost out of time here uh hey coming up march 16th i want to put this out there we're gonna be at play it Against sports in hendersonville live four to six doing our show out there. They're going to be giving away a Cleveland RTX Zipcore sand wedge. It's valued at $169. We're going to be giving it away there live at the Hendersville store. All right. If you haven't been out there yet, go out there, get familiar with it. But if you really want to come out and get you a new golf club for the upcoming season, as it's about to start, I mean, basically it's started now, but a brand new sand wedge. We all need one. We all want one. I wish I could win it. $169. We're going to be doing that playing Play Against Sports in Brentwood. Or, sorry, playing It Against Sports in Hendersonville uh, on March 16th. We'll be talking more about that. We are done for the day. Grizzlies coming up next. Remember, nobody's told you, I love you and you matter. We'll see you guys Monday. No show tomorrow. Bandy Baseball taking over for us.